And good morning on this March 10th. Live here, trackside at Palmetto's Training Center in Boynton Beach, Florida. Live from our F-150 Raptor studio. And uh, interesting day yesterday uh, at the track. Uh, the Tampa Bay Derby was, uh, was won by Tacitus, uh, the workmate of Highland Scroll. Uh, excuse me, Hidden Scroll. Why do I always call him Highland Scroll? I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, um, I thought the race uh, was... The, the race ended up being like the uh, stakes record or something like that. The same thing that Destin did. So there's something about that race and the way they, they, they manicure the track that it creates a really fast track and fast times. I thought, I thought that was something that uh, I'm not going to put a whole lot of stock in. Tacitas did it well, finished uh, up on the inside to, to out finish outshine from the Pletcher uh, Shedro. And uh, I don't think the Tampa Bay Derby is going to be a factor uh, in, in the Kentucky Derby, but we'll watch and see. The Aqua, at Aqueduct, the Gotham, Instagram, um, we made a big case against them. Um, I just don't think he's that good. And he showed it yesterday. He couldn't get the lead. Nick's going, not that Brady went out there uh, and and fell apart. The race set up. You know, and it's funny, last year the same thing happened. Enticed, and there was a horse that came in from Parks that set off really on unreal fractions and then just staggered to the wire. Enticed went on to win the Wood Memorial out of that. High Kyle from the same barn. Karen McLaughlin. Speaking to Karen McLaughlin over the last month here at Palm Meadows, he likes that horse a lot. He liked him going in last time. I remember he said to me, um, you know, I'm going to find out more when I run High Cal today. And uh, he won it, and now he, he wins again. High Cal could be a horse that uh, we could look. He actually is bred to go a mile and a quarter. They may not think he might go a mile and a quarter, but he actually has. His pedigree does show that he can't take to the distance. Uh, the, the horses that were disappointing, Mind Control, uh, the Connections uh, uh, told a good close friend of mine up in New York that the horse didn't handle the deep track. Um, uh, he's game, but I, uh, he's, also, he's one that I don't believe will go to distance. And um, maybe Nick's go needs time. Uh, he's, I think he, he did enough as a two-year-old. He just may need some time off. He just hasn't carried his speed uh, as a three-year-old yet. So that's something always to be concerned of, that they do too much as a three-year-old, and they need the time. So I thought that that was a very interesting race. Um, going over to the Turfway Park, um, and, and the, the formerly known as a spiral now is the Jeff Ruby Stakes. Uh, it's a fun uh day to go to that. I've been there. I've gone to a number of times to those to the, that race. Is it really matter? Um, does it really matter as far as the Derby is concerned? Not really. Some like it hot brown uh, by Big Brown out of a, a Tappet mare. Uh, won it pretty easily, but he did win it. He did win it a bit erratically down the lane. It's, uh, he's the horse, if you remember correctly, that ran at a mile and an eighth at Saratoga, and they had the wrong distance. 
it was a mile and it's supposed to be a mile on the 16th and ended up being a mile on an eighth uh, so you know you can go that nine furlongs and on the carpet there you know you horses have a tendency to carry their their speed a little bit further um, he, he was it's three to five he showed speed and never looked back speed went really one two all pretty much all the way around uh, the 60 to one shot uh, Moonster with uh, John McKee uh, finished third at uh, the 45 to one shot finished second tells you a little bit about that race the way it, it turned out I'm not a big fan of the Turfway Park Jeff Ruby Stakes as far as a, a race that uh, will go on and do anything in the Kentucky Derby. I, I thought overall um, it was a fun day to play. We had a great day at Tampa yesterday. I gotta be honest, I I I couldn't I couldn't find a winner in the latter part of the in the latter part of the, uh, uh, the, part of the um, Gulfstream Park card. Uh, it was just a weird day yesterday at Gulfstream Park. Um, just seemed like. Uh, just couldn't. I ran third a lot. Bambolina was a horse that I liked in the last and ran third. I, I, it was, you know, one of those days as a handicapper that you kind of look at it and you really like a few horses, and you either win or finish third. It's one of the two, uh, that kind of day, and and that sometimes is a great co- topic of conversation. Is the mentality of a horse player for me? You never get used to losing. I don't want you to get that wrong. But you got to be able to handle it. Um, <coughs> excuse me. As far as looking at horses uh, and from a standpoint of, of your mental makeup, I have a tendency to really let go of bad beats. And even when I win, I let it go. It's next race. It's a brand new race, and I've had situations where I, I one of my biggest scores that I had was a twenty-five thousand dollars in the last couple of years. I hit uh, it was the second highest score I had in the last couple of years on a horse named Pure Shot in uh, at, at Saratoga, first time starter to to finish off a pick four. Uh, I didn't play the pick five because. I have a beautiful cabin right on the lake in Saratoga. I have a big screen. I can watch every grass, every every track in the country during the in the afternoon. I have um, the ability to get my work done for the next day. Um, so I'm all set up. It's ten minutes before post. I'm going to put in my pick five for Saratoga, singling this this Asmussen Zayat horse. Uh, 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 owned a uh, McCathan owned horse <clears throat> by Fast Bullet, and I spilled my drinks, my drink, all over the table and all up underneath the TV and everything. So now I've got to clean it all up, or else you know, it's it's a mess, and you know I don't want to get all my technology wet and sticky and everything. And I'm thinking to myself while I'm doing this. Boy, we started off on the wrong foot. I should just not bet today. And I cleaned it all up. The race goes off. The favorite wins, of course. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, here it goes. I would have hit this pick five. But I didn't let it get to me. I just sat back down. I got everything cleaned up. I got everything right. And I put in my pick four. Well, coming into the last leg, 
I have a 25 to 1 shot, a 20 to 1 shot, single, in pure shot. Uh, and that was a horse that basically was, that I that I picked. It wasn't, I seen him work and he just did everything right. He had two works, but they weren't flashy. Worked with a, with one of the better two-year-old uh, in-training sale horses at that time owned by uh, uh, Breezy LLC. Uh, she was a Medalla Dora. This colt was doing everything right. I was coming over from San, from Churchill Downs with a ton of good works. So I knew that the horse was live. But it was also bred by the McCathans. And the McCathans, who prepped them up, are, are one of the biggest two-year-old consigners in Ocala and worked for Bafford and some of the top trainers in the country getting babies ready. So they knew how to get the horses ready. So the horse ends up winning, pays $48, $23,000 pick, pick four, um, it, and and sometimes it can't be that simple. But the mentality of it was going in. If I didn't spill my drink all over the place, I hit the pick five as well. And I think it paid. I don't even. I didn't even want to look, you know. But a lot of people would have gotten flustered, and they would not have, have gone on to do what what was able to do. And the whole mentality is: if you have a bad beat. You have a bad situation. You're running third. You just not things are not clicking. Relax, because you don't know if the next race, especially if you like something, is going to come through, and then you're going to be kicking yourself even more. The mentality of a horse player. A lot of horse players, they're their own worst enemy, and I've written a blog on that, on worst enemy. So that's something to think about, and and I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to do a quick. Racing with Bruno update. I'm going to come back and talk about today's races. At Racing with Bruno, we don't just like to play the races. It is what we do. It is what I do. Every product we've offered our clients was initially developed to give us an advantage at the window. When your bills and your pocketbook depends on that little extra something in the sauce, you stay ahead of the curve. Winning is one part of the game. Getting prices and making scores is what makes a horse player successful long term. You can't reliably and consistently find prices by solely following mainstream information. You might get lucky sometimes, but it's damn hard to pay the bills that way. It's our exclusive information with years of experience. The Racing with Bruno staff has the capability and expertise to take your racing experience at the next level. Whether you're a novice, a professional, tournament and players, it doesn't matter. You need information. Information is knowledge. Knowledge is power. So we combine our assets and our insights and skills to give you exclusive information and knowledge and that power. And in turn, you can show profit at the windows. We're proud to help shape and improve our client's bottom line. Racing with Bruno does indeed pays for itself. Go to racingwithbruno.com and see what we're all about. There was no one better than Prince back in the 90s and 80s, and what what great music that he uh, that he spawned and 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 entertained us with. Uh, amazing. Um, 
let's talk about today's races. And we'll go to, let's start off at Oaklawn. Um, my man Andy Villanueva handles Oaklawn, and he, he does a fantastic job. Uh, we've had some really nice scores over there. Uh, sometimes the racing can be a little cheap there, but I find it to be um, a track that if you know how to play the track profile on that day, you can make money. For example, here we have in race 6, a mile and a 16th. And the mile and a 16th races, you've got to really watch the inside post. Um, and if the speed... You need a perfect trip. It's a short stretch. You need a perfect trip. I like the seven in here, U.S. currency. Uh, ran well off a three-month break. Um, and uh, stretching out since uh, back in September at Kentucky Downs. Was flattered when all Emma came back to win right back in her next start by daylight. So I'm going to use the seven with the two, four, six there. Um one, I'll tell you a little bit how to use racing with Bruno in our in our uh, in our uh, sheets and uh, and selections. What I like to do is I'll take the four horses that we pick, and I'll look at three, four minutes, five minutes to post. Who's the highest odds of the two? I will box all four in exactus and trifectus, and then what I'll do is I'll take the two highest priced horses and put them on top in exactus. And I found that that I can show a flatbed profit from doing that. So, in this case, uh, we use the, in race six at Oakland, the 2467. Um, the interesting horse in here would be the four Goodbye Earl for David Vance. And uh, Carl Pollard is his main owner. So, I would look at that horse. If he's a price, I'd put it on top. But I would box all four, 2467. Let's see, what else we got at Oakland? Um, let's move over to Gulfstream, where I think I have a couple of horses that I think you might like. Um, race three, five furlongs on the grass. I like in here number six, Miss Monk. She's eight to one on the morning line with Robbie Alvar, not Robbie, not Robbie Alvarado, Robert Alvarado Jr. For Jorge Duarte, it's the usual, um, it's the Alan Goldberg Colts next stable line. This filly is trained really fast and has done everything right. Um, I, I just think today at eight to one she's worth a look. She won't be eight to one. I'm thinking more nine to two. I'll use her with the one, two, and seven. Six with one, two, seven. And again, I will. I will. If if, if Miss Monk is anywhere near six to one, five to one, I'll bet her to win and put her on top in exactus and trifectus. Again. Box the four races, uh, the four horses in a race, and trifectas and exactas. Let's move on over to uh, Chad Brown's got a horse at nine to two in the race nine, the the, the eleven Militia Man with Irad Ortiz. I think this horse is probably going to be a horse that I'm going to play. I'm also going to use the four Sir Chubby. I'm going to box the two uh, together, but I'll also play them in an exacta box. With the one and seven, it will be one four seven eleven in race nine at Gulfstream Park. We have a thirteen race card. Uh, you can. Um, I got a big long shot in race thirteen too that I'm going to be playing, but um, you can use the coupon code Chappy C H A P P Y. Um, I think you'll find that uh, uh, 
we, we might be able to pull off uh, a couple of rabbits out of the hat in this, uh, in this uh, Sunday card. I'm heading up to Ocala to go look at some horses for Racing with Bruno Bloodstock. I'm always excited to talk to you, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, it's pretty much off the cuff, folks. Um, you, what you see is what you get, and that's pretty much the kind of person I am. Uh, there's not much BS there. But anyway, I want to thank you for joining us, you know, and have a good day. Racing with Bruno Broadstock. I'm Racing with Bruno. And we focus on affordable, accessible ownership and pin-hooking opportunities. First of all, Racing with Bruno does not mark up. Number two, Racing with Bruno does not charge management fees. We make it possible for horse players or racing fans to become horse owners. Whether they're a weanling, yearling, or a two-year-old, I am your partner. I make money, you make money. It's that simple. We don't have to charge extravagant amount of money on a horse. We actually buy horses at a very affordable level. Just like Miss Locust Point. Bought her for $17,000. Turned her into a $1.7 million horse. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do with you. Racing with Bruno Bloodstock. Join me. Walk a mile with me. Find out and learn more about horses than you ever have before. I'd love to have you as a partner. And I look forward to speaking to you personally about it. Write me at Bruno at RacingWithBruno.com And I look forward to sitting down and having a great conversation. Have a great day.